peace in the waiting. Hear these words from Malachi chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. See, I will send my messenger who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly the Lord you are seeking will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant whom you desire will come, says the Lord Almighty. But who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like the refiner's fire or a launderer's soap. He will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver. He will purify the Levites and refine them like gold and silver. Then the Lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness, and the offerings of Judah and Jerusalem will be acceptable to the Lord, as in the days gone by, as in former years. As people of God this side of the cross, yet this side of the second coming, waiting is the name of the game. The New Testament church struggled with this in-between time, not knowing what to do with their daily lives while their spirits anxiously awaited the parousia, the imminent return of Christ. It is no different 2,000 years later. We are still waiting. Christians today simply have to turn on the news, log on to Facebook, or talk amongst themselves to see that the world still exists in brokenness. The stories of evil and suffering dominate the headlines, and our spirits groan, How long, O Lord? We ache for the Prince of Peace to finally reign in every heart in heaven and on earth. The Israelites experience this same yearning. At the end of Malachi 2, they complained that God seemed to reward the evil ones, and they wondered, Where is the God of justice? It's the eternal question of, Why did bad things happen to good people? Malachi 3 is God's response. I am sending a messenger, God says. I am making a way. We understand this prophecy to point toward John the Baptist, who would prepare the way for Jesus, who would be the voice in the wilderness calling out, prepare the way of the Lord. God's justice is coming. Peace will reign. In 1843, in a small town in southeastern France, a church needed a new organ, and a priest needed a new poem. So the words to Cantique de Noël came to life. We know this hymn as O Holy Night. This has long been a favorite hymn in the American church and in the wider culture. But the words of the third verse translated and interpreted by Unitarian minister John Sullivan Dwight have rung particularly true for us as we have grappled with the yearning for God's divine justice. The original words go like this. Voici le Redempteur. Le Redempteur a brisé toute entrave. La terre est libre et le ciel est ouvert. Il voit un frère unité un esclave. L'amour uni s'est conchené le fer qui lui dira Notre reconnaissance. C'est pour nous tout qu'il n'est, qu'il souffre et meurt. Peuple debout, chante ta délivrance. Noël, Noël, chantons le Rédempteur. Here is the Redeemer. The Redeemer broke all shackles. The earth is free and the sky is open. He sees a brother or was only a slave. Love unites those who were chained by iron. Who will tell him our gratitude? 
It is for all of us that he is born, that he suffers and dies. People standing, sing your deliverance. Noel, Noel, sing the Redeemer. This is the message of our faith, that Christ's redemptive work has been, is, and will continue to be working to restore righteousness, to make all things new, and to bring God's people to eternal peace. So people of God in the waiting, Rejoice. Rejoice for our Savior, the Prince of Peace, is at work, and he who began a good work will see it to completion in Christ Jesus. Peace. Peace to you all in the waiting, and Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.